And hello, movie lovers. And tonight I'm going to be reviewing the short film from the Holly Shorts Film Festival to rough. This movie clocks in on maybe 10, maybe, well, maybe 15, 16 minutes long. But with that being said, let me go ahead and again dive into the synopsis of this movie. So it's about after a night of intoxication, a hungover and his hysterical uh, Nick wakes up next to his boyfriend, Charlie, and must conceal him from his own homophobic and dysfunctional family. And I just want to let you know right now, Too Rough is not available at this time for the public to, to view it, but it is part of the Holly Shores Film Festival. And I was actually privileged enough to actually get a screener copy for this. But what I want to say is this the character of Nick, I really have to say, you can definitely tell that in the, in the opening scene, Nick is very awkward at this party. And even he said it himself that he feels like he's actually too gay to even be at that party. But the thing with Charlie, though, is I feel like Charlie is like the beacon for Nick, where basically he's the light into that darkness that uh, that Nick actually has because of the fact that with his family, and we'll be introduced into his family in a few minutes, basically after one where he gets hung, they wake up the next day, you can see that Charlie stayed the night, the whole entire night with Nick. And so Nick is actually panicking because of the fact that his family's not so accepted into his lifestyle and doesn't even know that he's even gay. That's also another thing too. And so you actually have this whole entire thing where Nick is like, Oh my God, what am I going to do with Charlie? Because I have to get him out of this house. He spent the night. Why, why didn't he leave? But Charlie's like, look, I wanted to stay. I wanted to spend the night. You invited me here to begin with. So therefore I'm kind of stuck here with the situation that you're going through, but I'm here for you through it. And you can actually see that whenever he, where basically Nick wants to sneak out the window and Charlie winds up holding him. So I thought that was actually a pretty cool narrative where you have two people, where basically you have Charlie that's trying to be there for him and be an uproot for, for Nick. So I definitely like that. And of course, you know, like I said, his family doesn't even know that Nick has been gay or anything like that either. So there's actually this one scene where he has like a hickeys on his neck. So his family automatically assumes that he brought home a girl, but he said, no, he didn't even bring home a girl or anything like that. And then at this time, he's, Nick is all frantic. He doesn't know what to do or anything like that. So he's trying to hide Charlie from his family. And then of course, there's also this little humor that Charlie does where Nick winds up telling him, Hey, look, you need to uh, go get underneath the bed. And I like how, he goes, what, am I Anne Frank or something that I have to hide? And he's like, no. Basically, he's just saying, look, I'm here. I need to be out in the open. It needs to be uh, clear on who you are. And, you know, and I'm here for you through anything and everything. And then, of course, you know, you, you're hearing all this commotion going on inside the house where the father's going through alcoholism, where he's an alcoholic. He beats his mom. He, they're arguing. So you're going through stuff like that. And then also to the brother of Nick is also going through it. And when Nick discovers that uh, Nick's um, where Nick brought home a his boyfriend, it, it throws him off guard. And the, and the thing that I like is it's a little bit of innocence about uh, the brother. He goes, there's a black guy in your bedroom. I just started laughing because of the fact of how innocent that actually plays out. And it was actually, it was a little bit of lightness into the darkness of what was going on as well. But there was some, there's actually something else I wanted to bring up too, was the fact that, you know, 
even though this movie's only clocks in at like 15 minutes just, or 16 minutes, you still have a lot going on. You have Nick's mom who's getting abused. You also have this one scene, which I wasn't sure what the father was going to be doing to Nick because of the fact that he comes in and he's threatening him if he goes to the social worker and stuff like that because of how abusive he is. And he doesn't want to lose his family. Well, douchebag, if you don't want to lose your family, you don't need to be doing stuff that makes you look like a douchebag in the first place. But that's basically the whole entire deal. He winds up getting on top of Nick. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, was Nick sexually abused as a kid? What was What's the mental capacity when it comes down to that? And at first, I thought he was actually going to do more than just threaten him. I thought he was going to sexually assault uh, Nick. That was my first go-to because of the fact of how he, how he's actually on top of him. But but that doesn't wind up happening in the movie, thank God. But still, my mind went there because of how that went down. And then you also see the brother, like I said, the brother's in his room. And he has this condition where he actually disassembles a cell phone, which I tried looking up the disorder for that, and I can't find one anywhere. It would be very interesting to talk to the director and stuff like that if there's actually a condition within the mental health, whereas dealing with someone with a kid that disassembles electronics and tries to reassemble electronics. But if you guys know the actual term, comment below because I like to actually know that because I like studying in different mental behaviors and things like that. But you know, I feel like in a way now this is just me going a little bit deep into the brother a little bit when I was taking these cell phones apart and these electronics apart, it feels like that, like there's a brokenness within the family. And basically the cell phone is like a metaphor of basically his brother trying to mend that relationship back together. That's just me going a little bit deeper into, um, into a deeper meaning, but still doesn't mean anything behind that. But still overall, I thought this film was really good. No wonder why the Holy Shorts decided to pick this film. But yeah, I think it actually dives into the fact that, you know, you need to be comfortable within your own skin. Don't hide who you are just because other people uh, don't agree with it or anything like that. You need to be honest with who you are and with yourself and with the people around you. So that way they can be accepted to you. And also the, don't try to shut other people out in your life that's trying to be there for you either. And I think that Charlie is, like I said, he's that light into that darkness that's going on within that home, especially the way it actually ends and how he's there for him, which I'm not going to get into. But still, if you happen to be at the Holy Shores Film Festival, I definitely recommend that you guys check out this film. So, with that being said, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and that like button. Tomorrow night, I'm going to be having the Holy Shorts Film Festival's producers on the show at 4.30 p.m. Central Time. And I can't wait to talk to them about different things within the community of the Holy Shorts Film Festival. And then, of course, I have Beth on Tuesday night, 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, to talk about The Secret of My Success, which is a Michael J. Fox 80s movie. So we have a lot of things going on over here at Movie Lovers Night. And Wednesday night, of course, I have Crichton Hobbs with me for his interview for Binded by Darkness. And also I have an actor with him as well. So go ahead and check those things out over here at Movie Lovers Night. And always until next time, guys, have a great and safe day.